0: Welcome to episode 145 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, a preview of Super Bowl ads. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day?
1: I am going to be live on uh, on WLNY here in New York and then CBS New York a little bit later with Steve Overmeyer at the sports desk. We're going to be tearing down uh, and building up the best and the worst of the Super Bowl commercials live on air. So if anybody's here in New York or gets CBS uh, nationally, I don't know when it's going to be on CBS though. But sometime after the game, uh, I'll be on there tearing tearing this stuff down. So you and I are kind of jumping into the, to the top end now. And then uh, I'll be live uh, Sunday after the Super Bowl talking about this stuff again.
0: Nice. I dig it. Uh, For me, I'll keep this Super Bowl commercial themed when I thought to myself, what is the most memorable Super Bowl ad that I can think of? The very first thing that popped into my head was up. Bud. I believe it was Bud Light,
1: right? Yep, yep, Bud. I don't remember if it's Bud or Bud Light, but either way, it was uh, Anheuser-Busch. And uh, yeah, man, that was a long time running. Remember that? Remember those days? Well, yeah, it, it
0: speaks to me and my demographic, and they just nailed it. So for me, that's the gold standard. So, Brian, what we're going to do is dish about some of the Super Bowl ads that have already been released that many of you guys have seen, some of you haven't. Uh, let's start with Skittles. I got just two things. Uh, there was a Marshawn Lynch pre-Super Bowl ad where he went to Houston, Scotland to spread the good word of Skittles. I absolutely loved it. If you guys haven't seen it, search Marshawn Lynch Houston. Uh, it was fun and authentic, but I think most importantly, when you think Skittles, you immediately think Marshawn Lynch. It is a match made in
1: heaven. Oh yeah, and then you've got Skittles on the other side is uh, is doing the thing. They're running a spot called Romance, which have you seen that one? I did. It's a, That one to me, so it's like the total other side where they're trying to just be like punch drunk and funny in the Super Bowl. I don't know how I feel about it. It's really, really bizarre. And if anybody hasn't seen it, it's kind of like um, – uh, what's the movie where where uh, what's his name comes out with a boombox? Yeah, and he's playing the music trying to get her to come out. Doing the same thing, except he's throwing you know sn- uh, skittles into the window, and it's like the girls catch him with her mouth, and then it's like his her grandmother, and then like a cop, and then a badger, or beaver, or something. It's so bizarre, it's weird. We'll have to see like what the general public thinks of it on game day. But uh, that one to me, I don't know the Marshawn Lynch one though. I I, I could definitely get behind that one.
0: Yeah, it's a a little wacky and used some madcap. The thing that threw me off in that Skittles romance ad was, so after everybody ate one of the Skittles, they made like a mmm sound, except for the fact that the very first one was a female, and you're not sure what's happening yet. So it came off a little bit more mmm. Well, that that sounded more like a cow or something, but a little bit more sexual than then tasting a skittle and i was like where is this going yeah uh, so first impressions oftentimes <laughs> will take you down a certain path
1: we'll uh, we'll see we'll see you know what you know what it like it's not nearly as extreme but i hated puppy monkey baby last year when it like first launched but then after like the fourth fifth sixth time i'm still thinking about puppy monkey baby so maybe this is the same thing we'll see what the reaction is after sunday
0: all right so we talked about how there's gonna be, uh, Intel is doing a 360 thing with Tom Brady where we're gonna be able to see what it's like from Tom Brady's perspective on the field. And they had a video that they showed on that and quite frankly, I didn't like it. It was a commercial starring Tom Brady. Uh, He's just very Tom Brady normal. But the thing was, so he's making pancakes and he drops a pancake and then he eats it off the ground and then he gorges it. The problem I have is that's not Tom Brady's MO. Tom Brady is meticulous. He's a surgeon on the field. So for him to one, miss the pancake and have it fall on the ground, I don't believe that. And then two, I don't believe that Tom Brady, who is known for having an extremely strict diet, as we've talked about before, Tom Brady's nuts. Um, <laughs> he is super strict in what he does. So to see him be, uh, very hedonistic and just eat that pancake off the ground and then it ends with tom brady going to take a dump with reading material and in the end of this yeah they're showing 360 angles none of it made me know that there's going to be something in the football game about 360 video
1: yeah it's I don't know, and you know what? They launched uh, they launched that ad January twelfth, so it's been out for a long time. So it's not going to be a shocker. Nobody's going to unless they somehow swap that spot out with something that nobody knows about. But if that's the spot they're airing, I mean, cool. They obviously have gotten a lot of press about it leading up to the event. But yeah, you're right. Like, what is, what does that really have to do with the Super Bowl? And you know, does anyone really care? Um, it, it'll it'll be interesting. But it is the first time that Intel has bought a thirty second spot in the Super Bowl since two thousand and ten. Just as a Side note. Uh, One that I absolutely
0: loved. Shout out to Squarespace, who they nailed it. John Malkovich is in the ad, and they relate to something that everybody at one point has thought about. Somebody squatting on your name, whether it's a social media handle or a website. This ad was emotional, authentic, simple, memorable. Plus, you know what the product is. Sign me up.
1: Squarespace has done a really good job over the last couple of years in the Super Bowl and i'm a fan of john malkovich and it's like it's just it's exactly john malkovich it's perfect it's you know him trying to register his domain name they released uh like really long teaser version january 25th leading up to the super bowl two days ago february 1st they released the actual commercial so you know it's creating a good vibe i think that one will probably do pretty well at least especially with the older crowd the younger crowd they probably don't know who the hell john malkovich is but i think our age group and up will definitely resonate with that um and i don't know thought it was pretty cool it was a good job on their part pay that man his money love (laughs) me some rounders
0: uh did you watch the lexus ad
1: i actually have not seen the lexus ad so why don't you give me up to speed on this one and uh
0: it's the lexus ad has this it's half of a dancing dude like a really baller ass guy dancing and the other half this really sleek red Lexus car. The very first thing that popped in my head though is when I think dancing guy, I'm thinking the, the Apple uh, earbuds right now. Yep. So I've got something to compare it to. And because of that, I'm not sure on what people are going to think because if that guy dancing isn't as good as that guy dancing, then...
1: Yeah, uh, I'm literally rolling the commercial right now as you're talking, because I obviously, I would love to say that I've had time to watch every commercial up to this date. I've seen most of them, but this is one I haven't. Yeah, look. Here's the thing about car commercials in the Super Bowl. And I would I would say this, you know, last year as well, except Nissan last year surprised me. Where there, do you remember the one that Nissan launched where it was about, um, you know, uh, a space travel and Econos had that like SpaceX vibe and the whole like, uh, I don't know. It was a very, very interesting like deep storytelling thing. I don't know that the general audience really resonated with it, but I thought it was a really incredibly beautifully done spot. But the rest of the car commercials, this one included from Lexus now that I just seen it, they always kind of go with like generic, like something that kind of sticks out, but nothing that's super creative, nothing that's really super edgy. And it's like, you got a car, you got a Lexus. Like, why do we have some dude dancing around flashy? I don't know. I, I think that car commercials to me, honestly, in the Super Bowl, year over year, have completely disappointed. This one to me is right up in that disappointment list.
0: I did think the flow was good, though, of the guy dancing. And I actually wanted to see more of the different ways he could get into the car. He sort of slithers in like a snake. I was like, ooh, sign me up for some more of that. Yeah, like, uh, look,
1: there's some cool parts to it, but if you're thinking about, like, you spent how many millions of dollars on that, on, on the ad itself, and then also the time slot, and you, you have somebody dancing around a car, you got to, like, how much cooler stuff can you do with a car? Did you watch GoDaddy? I have seen GoDaddy. What are your thoughts on that? Why don't you kick so, that one off, too?
0: I really liked GoDaddy because certain ads are going to appeal to me more. The. Beer drinking comedy millennial dude. And this was a great example of one, GoDaddy's made a name for themselves because of their Super Bowl advertising. And essentially this was I'm the internet, and it was filled with tons of Easter eggs and inside jokes. The AOL sound, pug life. For me, the attention is in the details and I fully support anything that supports Rick Rowling
1: <laughs> you can't go wrong there I do agree obviously um, you know obviously GoDaddy has always done a really good job they're always in for controversy on some way shape or form last year there's controversy the year before there's controversy so I don't know it'll be interesting to see what the general consensus is from it but GoDaddy always likes to try to push the envelope as far as they can and uh, and also create a little insider type of a vibe and they release for anybody who hasn't seen it they released the full ad two days ago as well. February 1st. You can go check that whole thing out. So Brian, one thing I do look for in every ad
0: is, is there a call to action? GoDaddy did do a very good job of a call to action at the end that said, build a website in under an hour with GoDaddy. That's a good That is That is explainable. You can understand if you've never heard of GoDaddy, you now know what they do.
1: And if you haven't heard of GoDaddy, who are you? But also... It's kind of like I, I, I like, I like it, but it's a total like uh, Geico, 15 minutes or less, one hour in website. I don't know. It's smart. Works for Geico. I don't know if it'll work for GoDaddy, but let's see. Quick tangent.
0: Geico, uh, I've noticed in some of the podcasts that I listen to, they're actually creating specific ads based on the demographic of the profile. So for example, I listened to the Jalen and Jacoby podcast, which is sports and rap. They created a specific rap ad for that. Back nice. to the Super Bowl. Nice. Um, this one's nice and simple. Fiji water. Yep. So simple, untouched, Earth's finest water. Who else says Earth's finest water other than Fiji, which exactly nails what my perception of them is?
1: One question for you. Is Fiji an official advertiser or are they just some, one of the ones that's jumping in on the bandwagon?
0: I thought I, thought I saw that they were. But I may be- Oh, you're right, you're right.
1: Sorry. You're you're right. Fifteen second commercial during the third quarter. Sorry. I had my uh, I had my notes that were over my other notes and I didn't see Fiji on the list. But yes, you're right. Fifteen second commercial during the third quarter. Because that's the thing, and you and I, Rob, as far as the audience is concerned, you know, as we were kind of like, hey, like which which spots do we want to talk about? Which ones have we seen? Which ones haven't we? What what do we want to make sure that we do see before we start talking about this show? And the interesting thing that you and I talked about offline was as you start to go through this stuff, you go, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's a lot of advertisers that are making, quote, Super Bowl commercials that aren't actually official Super Bowl advertisers that aren't going to be broadcast nationally. And so that's that's why my mind was there because you and I, one of the examples was what? Buffalo Wild Wings. We watched that. It has Favre in it. You're like, oh, that's actually – it's really creative. And then – we're like, oh, wait a minute. They're not actually an official Super Bowl sponsor. So they're trying to hack it and create a, quote, Super Bowl commercial, but they're not an actual advertiser. So anyway, just to kind of fill in that gap so people aren't like, "Uh, what is Brian talking about?
0: <laughs> so uh, let's end on Bud Light. And I think we've seen two different ads. I think there's an official one and then there's a pre-spot. Yep. Uh the pre-spot was called "Be Between Friends, and I really think the Friends is their theme this year, is uh, there's a ton of different moments between Friends, and the, ad, the first one that I saw was just a guy who's doing a speech at a wedding. And then all of the different moments him and his best man had, and Bud Light's really about drinking with Friends. But then the ad that you sent me, Brian, Involved some throwback with Spuds McKenzie and why don't you describe that?
1: So that one is very interesting. Obviously, you know, you're talking about Anheuser-Busch and Bev. They don't just buy one 30-second spot. I don't know exactly off the top of my head how many spots that they bought this year, but they have multiple 30-second slots and some 60s. So... The thing with with them is if you're not really paying close attention, some of her preview ads, some of her the full ads, and we'll have to see which ones they actually air in their entirety. But the one that supposedly is definitely airing, uh, I think the Friends one is as well. But the a Ghost of Spuds McKenzie is interesting. If you're old enough to remember back into the '80s, um, Spuds McKenzie was a uh, was a dog with like kind of like the target dog with a spot on its eye, right? But that was like almost their uh, the pre Budweiser frog thing um and he was like a a staple of the bud light commercials so they brought his ghost back this year so they're totally going after the whole nostalgia thing which is very interesting for me um it still kind of works if you don't know who spuds mckenzie is if you do know who spuds mckenzie is this is a really cool commercial if you don't it's cool if you do it's awesome i'm gonna say that bud light's gonna win for me this super bowl they win every year, right? Like when was the last time that that InBev or Anheuser-Busch like really screwed up the Super Bowl? Good for them because it's awesome. their, ad,
0: their ads are emotional, they're relevant Funny and relatable
1: They they know what they're doing, they have this down pat And I would actually even go as far as to say That Budweiser is really one of the one of the Brands that has really kind of set the Standard, the, created the gold standard Of what a Super Bowl commercial is um, And they obviously buy a lot more ad space Than most brands in the Super Bowl um, One thing I wanted to throw in here Real quick, I know that was kind of our last one But uh, 84 Lumber I, I was uh, talking to someone this morning and 84 Lumber has a spot in the Super Bowl but this week uh, this week actually uh, Fox and the NFL told them they needed to re-edit the commercial and tone it down because it was too political so you can find that new spot from 84 Lumber online Um, but what it's doing is they're driving people to a landing page or a website where you can watch the rest of it. And if you go there right now, they're only going to release it once the Super Bowl spot airs. But in the meantime, you go there and it's like, come back. This was too quote controversial for TV. Come back and watch it. So very interesting there. Um, I'm going to be curious to see like how that one plays out all right brian and
0: lastly a reminder for you guys in the third quarter snickers will be running a live ad in their streaming 36 Mm. hours ahead of time definitely check in with that and when you guys are watching the super bowl definitely chime in with brian and i like like brian said he's gonna be on air and then on monday we're gonna be doing a recap of our winners and losers of the super bowl uh any final thoughts
1: Oh no! I think that's it. I think keep keep us in the loop. We'll be on Twitter. You know, you and I will both be pretty active on there talking about the game and also, of course, the commercials. So I'd love to hear from from you guys as well. What your thoughts? What you liked and what you didn't? What was a win? What was a loss? As far as the commercials go, um, and uh, yeah, and if you're here in New York or watching CBS, check that out too. Brian, what's your Twitter handle? At Brian B R I A N underscore cristiano c-r-i-s-t-i-a-n-o and it's obviously in the show notes unfortunately i threw the uh underscore in there back in 2008 and never thought to get rid of it and now i can't get rid of it so it's what it is
0: and you can follow me at rob cressy c-r-e-s-s-y
1: no underscore because he was smarter